Welcome back, workers. This is Chad Condon, Working Game Podcast. Hanging out tonight with Sherman Hayek and Eddie Bernard II. Going to see you a little bit about what he's got to say about being a fifth-year apprentice and working with different contractors and maybe get some of his opinion on how things are going. You know, the difference between working with ones that, say, have better resources as compared to ones who should be named Rock and Stick Mechanical. In this episode, we also talk about a couple resources that are used regularly by pipe fitters and plumbers all across the country in the UA. A couple of those are something that anybody can pick up. That is the Pipe Fitters Handbook, the Franklin Book. And there's also another one that goes well, the Blue Book, that if used together, one's got all the formulas you could possibly imagine, and the other one is more on application and how to use those formulas and what to use them for. If you'd like to check those out, pick them up. There's links in the show notes, and you can get them right here on the Working Game Podcast. The other one that he mentions is a trade secret that isn't shared with the general public. Something that's taught in class over the years and on-the-job training, we like to call it the FM factor. And that is fitter magic, for those of you who do not know. So without further ado, let's get on with the show, Abracafadabra. There you are. There's that ugly fucker. Can you even see me? No. <laughs> I see Eddie B. Yeah, it's... it's- dark in here you can't can't really see nothing i tried to turn on the light (laughs) sitting in the dark Mm -hmm. oh buddy shermanis what's going on buddy yeah dude just living the dream yeah funny you say that american dream that's kind of what started this shit out (laughs) living the dream Round two of energy drinks. We'll see if it's a different outcome from last week. There we go. I went to somewhere with more light. Oh, it don't matter to me. You can sit in the dark by yourself. That's yeah, not, couldn't weird. not, not weird or anything. You could only see my eyes. It wasn't going to work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> we see your teeth, too. <laughs> funnily, funnily enough, I did just load a TV into the truck, so I, I was really putting the natural skills to the test. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a fucked up podcast. I can already tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anybody else joining us this evening? Well, it's hard to guess. It would be a guess, but I'm gonna say probably not. I had reminded myself earlier today because I saw that text, and then as soon as it got down to the wire, I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> I got to be there in two minutes." Got down to the water. What was you doing? <laughs> Down to the wire. I've been helping my buddy. Wire. Ah, I thought you was going to go try ice fishing or something. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like got up this morning. It's snowing. It's like, what? <laughs> I can I can sit still for quite a while, but not enough to fucking ice fish, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, I'm not a big there fan. He is. Not, to mention, not to mention the fact you freeze. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. There's people ate up with it, man. Yeah, my mom and her boyfriend live up in close to Sandusky, just south of Lake Erie. And there are so many people up there ate up with ice fishing. You know, I mean, they got little fold-out huts that they pull behind their four-wheelers, drive out on the ice, and, like, stay out there. 
<laughs> right. I I can see the appeal. It's just like I can see the appeal of fishing and general. I've I've done it. It's it's pretty fun when you got bragging rights, you know, call your boy a yeah. bitch because he didn't catch a fish that's as big as yours. Enjoyable. But out in the cold, mm-mm. nope. Right. Then having to do all that prep time, cutting the ice, send a cord, uh, an auger down there to get all that shit out. No. no. But think, you got think about it, time. You don't got to bring huh? a cooler for your beer, though. Right. I mean, that's the best part. Lay them down. <laughs> <laughs> Have some slushies. <laughs> what kind of questions you got for us, Chad? What? What? Uh, what, I'm supposed what to have questions. To, what kind of things do you want us young bloods to uh, to answer? Well, one of the first things, pretty simple. Who the hell are you? Since it's my first time, whatever, dude. <laughs> You're the first year this time. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> I'm Eddie Bernard. I'm a fifth-year apprentice at local 440 pipe fitters and plumbers, HVAC technicians union, yada, yada. Is there anything else you would like to know that I that I take long walks on the beach? Yeah? What beach? Indiana Beach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drive all the way over there to take a long walk and then drive back. <laughs> There's this retention pond at the housing edition. That's right. <laughs> No, uh, I do want to mention you, you. You're going to have to pay attention to the new contract. It's HVACR now. HVAC. They actually changed the bylaws, so the language has that R on it. What's the R stand for? I'm assuming refrigeration, hmm. air conditioning, ventilation, and refrigeration. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> It does. Oh, it does a little bit, but come on, man. We know what HVAC is. (laughs) You you pretty much typically have to have refrigeration, a refrigerant to make some of that work. Yeah, pretty much standard stuff. That turd isn't sliding through that pipe like it's supposed to, or that piece of instrumentation isn't working. Hit it with a wrench. It'll it'll turn back on again. Get a bigger hammer. That's right. (laughs) I think I'm pretty sure you guys missed the days when you could smack something around a little bit, like your old TV. Like my first TV was a Memorex. When it started acting up, boom, gave it the beans, and it worked right right as rain again. <laughs> Just rattle the tubes a little bit. That's right. You get mad from playing a video game, punch the glass. I mean, it hurts your hand, but your TV wouldn't fold like a lawn chair. Right. Yeah, they're disposable now, aren't they? That's right. Pretty much. Everything uh, cheaply made, but it's expensive as an arm and a leg. Oh, oh, yeah. And they tell you that right out of the gate. This has a an expected life. You know, the, the life expectancy on your TV, especially the organics and LCDs, they, they go out. The stuff that used to not be good for you, it used to last till your grandchildren's grandchildren, you know. Right. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Yeah, you got about a week. That, that that's how much time you got with it. Even though you spent a grand <laughs> every five years a little Chinese boy in a sweatshop needs a new job. 
I was just, I, since I'm helping my friends move, he was like, hey, man, can you take a look at my water heater? And his wife was like, they said it's not working. They said we should just replace it. Let me, let me look at that thing before you spend $500 fucking dollars on a new water heater. I open up the panel, and the motherfucker didn't press the reset button. Eating oh. element. All I did was press it, and I could hear it turn on. There you go. Just save you 500 bucks. You should have charged him. Two fifty. What? You should have charged him two fifty. They're my. It's my best friend and his wife. I'm not going to charge him money for it. <laughs> I saved him money. I don't care. Now, if it was somebody I didn't know, yeah, that's two fifty right there. Two fifty for me to press that button. That was about what it would take to get somebody out to look at it. You know, I that's mean, not- you're looking at a minimum seventy five dollars just to make that phone call. Yeah, exactly. And then it tripped again I, I, we don't know if it's like a problem with the breaker or a problem with the heating element i was like just get a either get a new breaker or get a new heating element i will switch out both no matter to me yeah i guess if it's if it's the reset my guess is that your elements probably getting shorted out mm-hmm. if they don't know there's a reset button on it and how to operate it my guess is it hasn't been drained or cleaned in a while yeah well that house that there until you know they bought it out the with like pretty much charged out the ass for it i mean it's a nice house but man the the way the the way the market's going i don't see that stuff going back down ever i mean as a Uh, seller yeah that's great for you if you go to buy a new place you better find someplace nice for the right price otherwise you're gonna get you're gonna get stiffed pretty hard and it's just going up Mm -hmm. from where we're at you know it will and the standards you got to meet to like, like say you, you know, you purchase a home and it already looks pretty nice. They did stuff to it and it looks like decked out super modern. What you got to come up with ideas. What can you do if I'm eventually going to sell this thing to uh, get it up to a standard where I actually make a profit for selling it? Well, you could, you know, depending on the market, how it goes, but. Like me, my house, I just lucked out. It it looks nice. It's it's no $200,000 house, obviously, because that's not what I paid for it. But if I do stuff to it, yeah, I'll potentially get back double what I made with the plans I got for it. Where do you live at? I live in Greenfield. Greenfield, okay. Southeast side? That is just way east side. Past Straight the, east. Uh, Palestine. Mm. Yep, as Bob Drawn would say. Eastside! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so with you doing all this plumbing stuff for your buddy and talking about what you're going to do and had to go back and correct you on the HVACR, so what are you going to put on your book? What's your card going to say? Plumber. Theme fitter. I'm not as smart as Sherman. I'll just yeah, smack right. all of the day. <laughs> well, Plumbers, of course, we're the dumbest bunch. Of course, my opinion is a little biased, but, you know, there's only three things you got to know to be a plumber. <laughs> Shit runs downhill. Boss is a prick and payday's on Friday. That's right. <laughs> That's true. You have to be just a little bit smarter to be a fitter. That shit will run uphill if you put a pump behind it. <laughs> yeah, we like, to, we like to lay out on the floor before we throw it up and realize, yeah, it ain't going to fit. <laughs> <laughs> See, can't, we can't we create man hours for us though. By doing that, we create man hours, job security. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't stovepipe your way through life, Sherman, and then realize, oh, shit, there's conduit in my way. Like, yeah, I don't let. I don't let. I don't let the house get in the way, dude. I got a sawzall. I go through anything, dude. King studs, conduit, duck work. <laughs> I've heard about you. <laughs> well, that's the first thing I do with the plumbers when they start throwing finished drywall up. Take them all their markers away. <laughs> dude, please don't write on the finished walls. <laughs> and if you're going to, at least you know you use something with an eraser on it. You know. That way, everybody a, else can bitch that for your fuck out. Here's, here's a notebook, man. Dude, I got chewed out one time for using a pencil on the ground. Uh, project manager said it was unprofessional to use a pencil on the floor. Yes. I'm like, dude, I can spit on it. That's pretty unprofessional, but I could spit on it and rub it off. And it's in a, it was in the mechanical room. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's usually... With a lot of the guys I work with, especially, that's when the smart ass comes out and then they go like, here's the beauty of a pencil. And they just erase it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, God damn, you need to find something to bitch about, don't you? Can you be me? You pay me extra for being a fucking wizard, bro? Because I just made that shit disappear. <laughs> Either that or go find some beans to count because you're slowing down my production. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You're taking up my time. Okay. I got things to do. You still with Irish, Eddie? Yes. How's that going? Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes I can be a shiny. <laughs> and then other times I am the redheaded stepchild, but I don't really care. As long as I get to go to work, get paid, and go home in the same condition that I left it, I don't care. Hell yeah. But I will say I have. A lot of those guys there, in my opinion, are like superstars. Not the way that you think. Just like tips and tricks that you'd never really think of like on the fly until they do it. And you're just like, wow, I never would have thought of that. But they're, they do a lot more than just you know steam fitting and service work. They're having to come up with like everything. Like sometimes they just have to engineer stuff on the fly. It's very everything's very fast paced, majority of the time. It, it's the fastest paced company I've ever worked for thus far, because there's a lot of places where you know it's just hurry up and wait. Don't get me wrong, there's still downtime, but like usually they're they're for real when they say we're gonna have your material here like today. So. Don't don't be on your phone. Don't be perusing around talking to the women you're matching with on Tinder or whatever. It's time to work. It's time to go. And usually everybody there is pretty good about that. So you're pretty much like what? A service fitter, essentially? Just about, yeah. And that that right there in itself, it's actually pretty beneficial. Like say you're working on new construction, you're typically doing a lot of the same you may be Thing working all the time, but you're working on the same stuff every day. Yeah. yeah. At, doing service fitter work, it's something new every single day. Some new problem pops up, and you got to think about it fast how you're going to correct it. I feel like the apprentices who do a lot of like service fitter stuff end up being a lot slicker. Just like how you said, <laughs> you got to think fast, and you're always working on something different. And well, you know, that's 
when I got laid off from like QPH. Like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad to work there. Uh, my, you can say I have uh, my own bias about it. Look, if they they're listening, if they're listening to this, you, know, you can't <laughs> bad mouth them all the time. Maybe I, one day I may get I laid do. off. They'd be like that. Talk They're quality penis heads. Quality penis heads is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you have to insinuate by putting like quality in the name, chances are, chances are, it's probably not. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. Eddie Bernard said that. Hey! <laughs> don't quote me on that. <laughs> you don't know it was me. Hey, we're equal opportunity I'll offenders. I'll put on my super <laughs> Caucasian just to mask it, okay? <laughs> but I saw how slick Blake was in just being knowledgeable about stuff. Yeah. When I got laid off, I was like, I gotta I can't sit around and wait for somebody to put me somewhere where I think I'm gonna learn a lot. I gotta do it myself. So I immediately called him and then I had their um uh, their guy in charge of manpower called John, and I I was like, I got to get on there. I won't learn anything new if I don't get on there. And I, It's been great ever since. At QPH, I thought I was like, yeah, I'm a decent fitter. I could run this. Then I got to Irish, and I was like, nope. I'm, I'm fucking stupid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you have the base training. I mean, hell, you're fifth year, dude. You've been through all the right. same courses. Right. You know, and we talk it's, about it all the time that, that there's no comparison to on the job training. What that OJT stands for is fucking experience, dude. That's right. You know, that's what it is. And you can't you can't teach that in a classroom three hours right. a night, two nights a week. You gotta be out there on the job and I, I've done it. You know, I did it for years, bouncing around from job to job, man. There's times I'd be on three different jobs at the same time, you know, just bouncing from each one, running different crews. And like, I, I get what you're saying. The the adversity, the ability to adjust and shoot from the hip and, you know, overcome whatever it is that you're working on. It's that problem solving, you know, you, are, you have the basic education. You know, and right. figuring out how to apply those in different situations is where you become successful. Right. And it, the best way to do it, it's I, I wouldn't say like trial by fire or sink or swim. It's just like throughout the years, uh, like if, they, if a journeyman saw you like just standing there, like watching them, they'd be like, hey, jump in. Like you're not going to learn nothing by just standing there. Jump in. Get That's out right. of your. That way you can learn and actually get hands-on training. Do it. What's, what's the phrase? If you're not fucking up, you're not learning. I, That's I've, had right. guys, I've had guys tell me that, and it's like you fuck it up, and then you, you have to fix your fuck up, and you figure out you know, how hard it was to fix that fuck up, and you never do that ever again. Well, right. you're going to learn through a fuck up two ways. Either there's, And there's always these two guys. One that's going to yell at you, and the other one that's going to look at you like disappointed. Yes. No, disappointed dad look, which hurts even worse. Like, you don't, <laughs> I'd almost rather you yell at me. <laughs> I, that when he's just like, I expected better from you. No, don't. No, <laughs> don't leave me. I usually put my hand out and like, just go ahead and smack it. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> I fucked up. Yeah. And that's the thing. I usually now, grab that hand and kick you in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed the hand completely. <laughs> it's fucked up. <sighs> and that, that's another thing you learned with uh, like a lot of younger guys. Some of them will try and hide their fuck up. And then they fuck it up even more, and they're just like, eh, I didn't do that. I've seen it a couple times. Hell, I'll admit, I've done it a couple times. But if you can fix it, fix it. But if you can't, listen, bro, just standing there, like, waiting for a miracle to happen ain't going to work. Just own up to your fuck up and yep. have somebody else help you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. That's a big part. You know, a lot of people would just soon, oh, I can sweep this under the rug. Nobody will know it was me. They won't see it, but. Yeah, it always comes out. Own up. People are so afraid to ask for help. That's because they feel like well, there are some guys that don't help that case, though, because. Right. There are some guys that are like, why are you asking me questions all the time? <laughs> they get irritated. <laughs> like, dude, I'm just trying to learn. Okay? <laughs> when we top out, we're going to be competing with each other. I'm just trying to figure this shit out on my own so I can be better. If you got a problem with that, then don't teach me nothing. Go get away. I won't ask you no more. I'll ask somebody else who's willing to deal with my bullshit. You I drink forgot about drink. Yeah. You're going to be up till two o'clock in the morning again. I know. I didn't learn my lesson. And I forgot to get cigars or alcohol. <laughs> oh, dude. I can already tell I'm going to be up. I was, I've also been helping. They waited quite a bit to like pack. So they were packing at their old townhouse and I've been going from work to their new house because his wife was just like I don't like this gray let's make it a cream color and I was like have you guys even packed yet? No <laughs> is gonna how are you going to paint this house with all the furniture around? I don't know I'm just going to get all stressed out shut up I'll do it how about, how about this that 500 I saved you on the water heater. You can pay me and I will come I will come to your house after work and paint the whole and I did. I did. Sweating my ass off staying in like Martinsville till almost 10 o'clock at night. And then having to like go back Jeez. to my greenfield and get up at like 3.30 to 4 in the morning. Eddie Bernard, full-time painter, part-time pipe fitter. Yeah, I know. It was latex paint, so I couldn't have fun with it, neither. <laughs> Where are you working at now, Eddie? I know you said you're with Irish, but... No, I'm I'm with Irish right now, still. You know, until... No, I mean, as far as jobs. I'm going to stay there. What Wait, job site? Jobs. What? <laughs> Sorry, they, what? they're messing with a wardrobe right over here. I can't... <laughs> job site. Oh. Well, we just uh, we just kind of buttoned up the Shelbyville Armory right now. It, it just seems like a, there's always something new. That when they give us our punch list, we go through everything on the punch list, and then it's suddenly like, oh, we forgot about these things that are on your that are supposed to be on your punch list, bro. Figure it out. <laughs> Pick one and stick with it. What do they got? Like, like twelve punch lists. Friday. <laughs> Sometimes I think that they're like purposely like telling people to put their stuff in so that way it's it sometimes fuck us 
they fuck us over. Like we had to put a, a refrigeration unit, a big boy, 400 pounds, up in the ceiling in a data room. And the servers are already mounted on the floor in the room. So Blake and I had to had to come up with a way to make hangers in there to mount across the wall. What we came up with is that we went through the wall into another room, mounted it on a strong back, and then mounted the other side on like unistrep feet onto the wall. And then we put two double struts perpendicular to those and just mount and then mounted it to that. That way we could slide it anywhere in the room and any way back and forth and any way side to side if we wanted to. And then to get it up there, you can't fit a duct lift in there. So what can we do? We set that unit up on a cart sideways so it th fit through the door, got it in the room, and then turned it back on its side. The double strut across those two, we already propped down on there and then lifted it up with a chain fall. And it slid right in there like a dream. And it was just one of those where you, you have to stand by the door and look at it like, yeah, that was a pretty slick idea, wasn't it? Yeah, we did that. <laughs> the best part is nobody will understand what a son of a bitch that was to get up there and how much you yeah. know how how much you know how much thinking you guys had to do and hard work it was. Our foreman and saw it in there, and he was like, "Wow, you guys really got that in there! I can't wait for those telecom guys to come through here and be like, how the fuck did they?'" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magic, bitch! That's how. <laughs> it took us three days to pull six data cables through there. How'd you get that damn thing in? <laughs> <laughs> Did it in one day. Two days ago, there was nothing in there, and now suddenly, boom! Refrigeration unit. <laughs> Are you taking med gas? I'm not. I I did not put that down as an elective. Oh man, you're gonna mess hey, out so if, much. Hey, if I'm like, yep. if I'm like hurting, okay, yeah, I'll go back and take the class. I don't live that far. I live 20 minutes from the hall. If I'm like hurting that bad, all right, I'm gonna take <laughs> med gas. When can I be in the <laughs> next classroom? <laughs> I got yeah, my rigging though, because that's what I use most, almost every day is rigging. So yeah, when that's uh, what now? Med gas class. There was a in in Eddie's class. I passed out like three books. In Sherman's class, I think I passed out like nine or ten. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I haven't had a whole lot of time with you guys to see, you know, if the A class and the B class is better than the other. But oh man, I'm getting some <laughs> getting some participation points on the other side, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie used to be on our side, and then he became what? a traitor. What are you talking about? You, you used to used to be on our side of the class. Remember you and uh, Blake, Blocky, Blocky. Well, bro, we were really trying to we were really trying to compete head to head to get those weld inserts, and then I got fucked when COVID happened, <laughs> rusty, and then Blake just took off like a bat out of hell because we were neck and neck, okay, neck and neck. And then he got his twenty one, and I was like, all right, I'll come back next week. And I'll get that motherfucker. And then suddenly, ah, no, COVID happened. Classes are canceled. Can't come in the hall for nothing. Well, fuck. I'm at a company that I don't do anything 
on the job site without somebody's permission. So, you know, I'm about to get fucked over. I can't come in and practice. And I had to relearn everything. And then it still <laughs> took me forever till I actually, like, figured it out, took my time, and got the certification. And then when it was time for me to do TIG welding, he was like, man, shit, we should have had you do this one first. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. I think they make everybody oh. do stick welding first. Just because it's, it's very- the son of a bitch. You know, yeah. most people are it's, it's better very- at TIG welding. It's the most common at any company. Yeah. Except so for QPH. Yeah, yeah, except for QPH. And even then... Victolic, everything. For quite a while, and I know how to weld. Can I weld it? No. 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 (laughs) No. Not allowed. I mean, yeah, your weld does look better than that fucking old fucker who can't see shit no more, but no. No. (laughs) Actually, my first field was at QPH. And I, I felt like they just set me up for failure, to be honest, because I was outside. It was windy as fuck, cold. The machine was a piece of shit that kept, like, it, it was a, a gas-powered one, but it had a lack of power. It already had a note on it that said, like, we'll trip out and shut down for, like, no reason. That's legit. So I was like, Why give me this thing? We had to use the iron workers. And that thing, as soon as I turned it on, I was like, oh, the machine is brand new and I get to use it? Yes, we're good. <laughs> I love it when good. I'm handed new equipment. Like I, like I asked if I could, uh, if I could carry around a, a laser so that way I can do some better work for layout. Dude, that thing has come in handy so much. Everybody should have a laser. Everybody. I haven't had a fucking laser, and so we have a dot laser. That's the only laser I've had since I was probably a first year. And it's, I mean, it's still way better than the plumb bob, but it's just like I need a fucking line laser to fucking, you know, get real good measurements. And but no, bastards. We got all kinds of them. We got red ones. We got green ones. We got dots. We got line lasers. Not that I'm. Bragging, I just just fucking bragging. I, <laughs> I was I was actually trying to rub it in a little bit on it. <laughs> I'm gonna run out and take my dogs out and burn one, and I'll send another invite in like ten minutes, and we'll hook back up. You down with that? I'm I'm down. I'm smelling what you're stepping in, Coach Cheese. I'm catching what you're throwing. You know, I mean, we're we're out here promoting the UA and people getting any apprenticeship. You know, so we got to stick with our scheduled breaks and make sure that nobody's <laughs> getting overexerted. And, you know. You've the Working Game Podcast. We're about to take a commercial <laughs> in a you know, just smoke cigarettes and take dogs out. But not to mention, we back, we'll talk about any random fucking thing. <laughs> Please stay tuned after this commercial break. <laughs> Type shit like that, huh? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, if you'd like to start a career that has great pay, awesome benefits, and even indefinitely personally rewarding pride that you take away from what you've built with your hands, that you can actually see from what you've done, joining the apprenticeship is what I would recommend. Uh, 
if you're into the plumbing pipe fitting industry know anything about it the ua.org website is where you need to go no matter where you're at in the country you can click on find a local tab and you can find one anywhere you are in the country there are several in many states all you got to do is look for the one that's close to you and there's a contact on that page you can get a hold of someone and start that process so check it out ua.org is the place you need to go if you are interested in starting a rewarding career and getting in the apprenticeship Did you get this latest UA journal? I'm sure I have. I haven't seen it. It's pretty interesting, dude. I, they got this uh, like metal trades that's through the UA working on submarines and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Nice. What local is it? It's got to be somebody, somewhere by the, the coast somewhere. Yeah, Portsmouth local seven eight eight. I think it said. Yeah. And that's all they do is work on like submarines and naval stuff. Can you imagine the precision that stuff has to be? Nuclear submarines and stuff. It's just like any other nuke. Yeah. They just, uh, you hand them a pocket level and they laugh at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Typically, they're stabilized when they're building them. Yeah. But usually you're shipbuilders. And it's kind of weird because, of course, the submarines and Nuclear submarines, irregardless of what their power source is, there's a lot of piping inside of them. But the actual shell, shipbuilders, is part of Boilermakers. Really? Yep. Boilermakers, blacksmiths, and shipbuilders. That's pretty interesting. This one guy, he was talking about, he's like, I work on the steering and diving controls that equalize the submarine so it floats correctly and dives correctly. Right. He says he, he does a lot of bending and fitting of pipes, ETC. I mean, that's pretty, some pretty crucial shit. Yeah. Yeah. It would be awesome. Yeah. Cause the ballasts and everything. I'm back. Tanks. Eddie. He's back. Yeah. Had to, during our commercial break, move a cow and a dresser from the upstairs, a truck outside. So now we're in the truck here. Are you still, are you still helping them move? Of course. I didn't know you're still in the process of this. <laughs> he said, hang on a yes. second. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go screw I around with these guys forgot. for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I kept coming back and forth to my phone. I was like, all right, we're good. Let's get that dresser. <laughs> then as soon as we put it back up, I went to go look in the garage. Oh, shit, it started again. If I like, don't worry about the legs or the door. Just ram it in there. <laughs> Just send that bitch. <laughs> Give her the old... <laughs> It's life, man. There is just not enough time in the day. Only hear audio this time because if I turn on the video, all you'll see are eyes and teeth. So we don't want to scare our people. <laughs> Staring lovingly into my eyes, yeah. Yeah. You do got Something beautiful like eyes, Eddie. <laughs> don't hide. what? Nothing. <laughs> don't don't hide how you feel. God damn it. That's true. It is twenty twenty three. That's right. I heard stuff about submarines and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and this, the UA Journal, I just got one today. And it's pretty interesting. It was about, like, uh, Metal Trades UA Local 788. And all they do is work on submarines and naval ships. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. I would imagine the QC on something like that's pretty stringent, you know, because you, you think about that. It's, it's just pipe. 
pipe is pipe, but that's in something that has probably several hundred people submerged underwater. You know, if something goes bad, it's bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everything is according exactly to spec right there. Yeah. Right. And when one of your boys walks up on you and inspects your weld and says, are you going to fucking leave it like that? It's not a joke. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just silicone it. Yeah, no, you can't throw JB weld on that bitch. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, and I was talking about, like, they put $5.1 billion into another naval project out there, too. Big money. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we were talking about the full cost of labor and how expensive we are, how much it costs the contractor to put us to work for one hour. And then we start talking about tax burdens and Social Security and everything that gets put in and where in the hell all that money goes. There it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> when I was when I was first starting out, and I was, I, I got it in my head. I was like, you know, I think I want to take the initiative and, bit, like, have my own mechanical company. Like, I feel I feel like I could excel at that. And then we had our foreman's class, who is taught by Mr. <laughs> Chad Connor. And I saw the numbers that go into running a company, just basic company. I was like, eh, no, thank you. <laughs> Dude, my hair just already, I don't need it to disappear completely. Yeah. I, I believe that, you, dude. dude. I, I think you could do it too, you know, and that's, that's the thing is, is that you have to have somebody that's got some business savvy because there's a lot to it with the accounting and everything. But as far as doing the work and running a business, you could do it, you know, getting the work, doing the work. It's just, and I'm not saying you can't do that either. I mean, you may have accounting skills. You just got to figure it out. But the numbers are just numbers. They go along with what you're doing, you know. And there's also a lot of, there's a lot of other qualities. A lot of, a lot of these guys out here have plenty of good qualities to be, you know, their, their own contractor, pretty much their own boss. A lot, like, a good majority of it is keeping, like, morale up. Like, one thing Irish does, which I think all of us appreciate, is they don't, they don't have uh, GPS. Simply because, you know, if you can't, he, the owner, Jeff Martin, he has a lot of trust in his guys. And for good reason. They do a lot of good work, and they get it done in an organized and timely manner. And the shit looks good when it's done and he trusts so he trusts his guys if you can't if your guys think that you don't trust them then all they're just going to see you as is a paycheck and not a guy you can look to for you know help or advice or you know i scratch your back you scratch yours you help me out on this job i'll help you out in the future it's it's a good thing to have yeah and it goes along i mean i don't know the owner personally, I mean, Irish has been around for a long time, you know, and, you know, Frank Irish and, you know, all the Irishes that have been around before some other mishaps happen, you know, they're, they basically came up through 440, you know, a lot of those guys went through the apprenticeship and, and learned the same way that we did and started businesses. And, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with the brotherhood. 
you know, yeah. they're obviously operating as a mechanical contractor on what you would say is the other side of the fence as a business owner, but, but they understand the membership and the brotherhood yeah. and how that, how that works, you know, they under, they're not just some like, you know, random entrepreneur that's like suddenly like, I want to have a mechanical company. They understand right. the work, they understand the effort that goes into it. And they understand the thought process of the guys that they're employing. Right. When the company kind of just, you know, little things, just the little things that if they do something for you, like no yeah. GPS, I mean, they don't mind, you know, working hard for that contractor and shit like that. Little things go a long way. They do. A lot of time. Like yeah. vacation time, you know, just like, hey, man, you're sick or, you know, your wife's pregnant. Go do your thing, you know. Get paid for the day. I got you. You help me out on this thing. I'll help you out on, the, on this other thing. It's no big deal. Little things go a long way. When they realize you've got other priorities in life, they see how important that is. And yet you still do a good job for them. They'll recognize that. And then, you know, you get rewarded for it. Yep. Give or take kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We just got started GPS recently. They started putting trackers in all the trucks at BMWC, and it's they never have. Just like Eddie's saying, it's always been they've had that level of trust, and they still do. You know why they're doing it? Mileage for taxes. Fleet vehicles. They can track and prove that they have safe drivers, so they get a discount on insurance. Yeah, it's an insurance thing. Hmm. Yep, because they can actually quantify how safe their drivers are. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, because, I mean, they told us. they It wasn't a secret. They told us, bring a truck in. We're putting trackers on them and explained all of it to us. And, you know, it's not – a lot of people are going to take it that way. It's that they're – oh, they're putting their finger on you. You know, they got – the man's got his hand on your head. You know, it's just whatever. But it's all about dollars. Managing fleet vehicles, not to mention the fact that we've had, like, three yeah. of them stolen in the last few years. Damn. <laughs> Now they can say, "Hey, yeah, that'd be, hey, officer, it's over here. That'd be Go a get big em. issue. That'd be a big issue for you know a small contracting company or a big contracting company. When one of your vehicles just disappears out of the blue, that's money lost. That's a guy yeah. sitting at home. Yeah, tools, everything. Tools, the amount you paid for the amount that you're probably still paying on the vehicle. The guy that is driving the vehicle sitting at home." not being able to get to work unless he, you know, takes his personal vehicle. And then, you know, even, even then that guy's supposed to be getting uh, a certain amount of pay or however his contract works to where if I have to bring my own personal vehicle in, you know, because somebody stole my truck, could you at least pay for my gas? So they got to pay for that too. That's money lost no matter what. Eddie, do you got a, you got a company vehicle now? I do not. I do not. I'm not, I'm not that much of a star yet. <laughs> one day i've i figured i figured that they're either they're probably gonna wait till i top out or they'll just say bye <laughs> either two they're checks or a truck <laughs> what <laughs> two checks or a truck <laughs> Damn. i'm just like well okay i'll, I'll go kick kick rocks i guess i'll i'll sweep i suppose <laughs> I'm waiting until I top out. They're gonna definitely gonna lay me off. Like we don't need no fucking dumb plumbers out here at Rose. 
<laughs> hey, that's why you do that. That's why you network. If you don't no, it's, have it, it's, it's all about you networking. Have a bunch dude. of numbers in your phone. Sometimes yeah, I mean, you can't depend on everybody to get that next job for you. Oh yeah, every contractor I've gotten with after QPH is through guys I've worked with, and you know they put in the good work. I mean, as long as you're a hard worker, I feel like you do pretty well. As long as you show up on time and do your job, I feel like most contractors are, you know, okay with that. I mean, how do you feel about that, Chad? You push big work. Well, it's kind of funny that you guys are talking this stuff and, you know, being apprentices, you know, when you top out here in a couple months, you won't be placed or dispatched by John Kirk. You'll have a BA that you have to contact. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different game. When you get in, when you get topped out and you're, you're going through as a journeyman, I'm not saying that you can't network. Uh-oh. It does happen. People talk to each other, but you have to. My phone's a seizure. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Square, square it away at both ends before you just make a, make a decision out of nowhere. And somebody's like, well, how the fuck did you start working there? I didn't, <laughs> you didn't come in for a referral. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there are ways to, to pull people ahead on the list, but there's procedures that you have to go through. Right. You know, if you're calling and calling them out as a supervisor, you you know, you can get people to jump the list that way, you know, but you have to use them as a supervisor. You got to pay them over scale. And, right. you know, there's, there's other ways. And, and I've done it before, like, you know, and it's not like it happens all the time. I think I've done it like once or twice since I've been running work and, you know, I pulled a guy out for special needs, you know, because we were actually pulling uh, burners out of a boiler at IPL. And I pulled, I called some people ahead of the list that were off work because they had done it before. You know, it's, it's not something that everybody knows how to do. There's a lot of, a lot of learning curve that you can get out of the way if you can get people that have experience doing it. And, you know, I think twice I've called people to jump the list just because they had specific skills. But you got to write a letter. That's you know, understandable. You have to turn it in. It's it's a lot of work to get them out there, but it's worth it. You get when you got like a bunch of guys. Some guys that maybe may have been on the list for two or three months, and then some guy jumps ahead of them, and they're just like, well, what the fuck? Well, you got to give a pretty damn good reason why that guy got ahead of him. Otherwise, everybody's just going to be pissed off, wondering why they're sitting around waiting for the past yeah. like month or two or three months. Well, and that's the thing about the job line too is it's all it's all trackable. You know, right. and if a guy's sitting on the bench and he's not calling the job line, he's not going to get dispatched. Right. You, you know, you, you got you got to hit on the jobs. Yeah. If if you want the work, you gotta you gotta go out and get it yourself. Show some interest. Show some initiative. Yep. This uh, that union you get it app is pretty cool. You you guys got that? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I I don't know. I check the job line every single day. I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know why. Even though I don't have to worry about another like two he's, or months. Well, he's just getting that fifth year itch. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's waiting to pull out that big old fuck you with that little thing. <laughs> I, do, I don't know. I'm, I really want to drag just to be able to drag. You know what I mean? 
but I'm also at a in, you working that inside guy one time. Yeah, but I do. I think it would be a very dumb move. I'm close to the house, and I'm I get to take shits indoors, and I mean, it's a cake game. There's, there's pros and cons to being like that, I, yeah. but one thing you got to make sure of. If you're going to drag up, you better have be damn sure that you're going someplace else. Unless you're oh, yeah. no, unless you're not hurting for it. If you're not hurting for it, fine. If you are hurting for it, you better make 100% sure that you've got somewhere else to go the next week. Otherwise, you are going to be hurt. That's what credit cards are for, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I don't like credit cards. <laughs> credit cards got me into trouble and I was hurting, but I took care of it. It's fake money until you get the bill. Yeah, it's, it's fake right. money until it ends up in your mailbox and you're like, that shit was real? I was mm-hmm. lying to you. I think my worst mistake was giving my old lady my credit card. Oh, dude. Dude. You're a wild mm-hmm. man. Why would you I know. Have- I don't know. So all the younger guys not married yet, when you get married, don't do what I did. <laughs> don't just hand your card all willy-nilly. Listen. I, I mean, this probably don't mean shit from a guy that's, you know, <laughs> uh, spends his time with Rosie Palms and his five sisters, okay? <laughs> but you got to be like, all right, beforehand, what are you buying? Because if I get my bank account and it says you bought something else instead of what you said you were going to buy, I'm going to be a little upset. <laughs> if you have to buy something else, do it within the Don't fuck me over until the next paycheck, please. <laughs> mm. You just le- you learn to live with it. He said, "Don't ruin my weekend. I might have to help somebody move." <laughs> <laughs> You're a good friend for helping your buddy move. Most people are like, "Oh, I'm hey, busy man. that weekend." Moving is the worst fucking thing to do. Oh God, isn't it ever? Listen, Broham, I am I am very loyal to those who are loyal to me. Okay. This is my best friend who I've known for over a decade, and for whatever reason, I'm not that old yet, but that's fucking wild. And he's been nothing but cool, so I, I help him out when I when I can. That's part of it. Isn't that right, buddy? Dude, my my last time I had to move, I had to uh, I had to pay two uh, first year apprentices to move me. My sciatic nerve kicked up, and I could not fucking I couldn't do anything, dude. So it was like fucking. My old lady was like eight months pregnant. She's moving shit. My neighbors probably thought I was the biggest piece of shit, dude. But it was the best 300 bucks I ever spent. It definitely helps when you have help. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. More trucks, the merrier. Even though I'm helping him move now, I don't mean to talk shit about him, but when I needed to move, I was like, hey, can you show up at my storage unit at 11 a.m.? It's 1130, and he calls me. He goes, hey, I drank last night. I I'm feeling sick. I can't come there. And I'm, you know, me being the too nice a person I am. I was like, it's fine. I'll take care of it. It wasn't fine. I moved everything in that unit, even the big ass fucking couch I got, even the dresser, all in that fucking moving truck by myself. I was sweating my ass off. I was pissed, but it got in there regardless. So I was happy. Did he buy you pizza and beer? Use that anger. Use that anger you want. (laughs) You want to take out on your best friend and just move all your shit. He's sitting right next to me right now, just fucking cheese. And- <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking this is like, I was not hungover at all that morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. Say I, 
<laughs> I was doing just fine. I just didn't want to go. <laughs> he probably just got done eating a big old breakfast of biscuits and gravy. Yeah, went to a food coma. He's like, hey, it's Saturday. I'll take a nap. I got to off. Fuck that Eddie guy. <laughs> but the next time I have to move, since I helped him this time, and I didn't get help from him last time. Oh, you bet your ass. I'm driving to his house and waking his ass up next time. That's right. Come on, gay boy. Let's go. It's the morning. <laughs> we got shit to do. Just wait, dude. Now that you you told him that, he's going to stay at a hotel that night. <laughs> right. Oh, man. On, buddy, moving. Got- I'm shacking at mom's house. <laughs> Definitely going to be up till three in the morning. It's good for you. It is, dude. And I got to wake up at six with my children. Eddie, you, try, you trying to babysit my kids tomorrow morning, Eddie? I don't give a fuck. You going to pay me? No. <laughs> you you got to help me out. Well, then kiss my on. ass. <laughs> well, hon, how old is it? A seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a... Hell no. Nope. Come on. Come on, dude. Now, they know the word no, okay? When I say, That's true. When I, when, when, once you hear no as an adult from a child, there's that childish part of you that's like, did this... Did this little midget just say no to me? You dare. I know you already heard the stories about my niece. I love her, but she's shithead. They're all shitheads, dude. All of them. I didn't I didn't realize how much of adult how much of an adult or dad energy I produced until she started like, you know, scrounging around for my fridge. You know, she she thinks shit is good individually. And then she's like, Oh, that'd probably be like really good together. And then she'll like concoct the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, take a bite out of it, go ew, and just fucking leave it there. And I'm like, if you don't get your ass back over here and clean that shit up, I'm gonna, I am gonna fucking throw a fit. And a bigger one that you can throw, I guarantee it. <laughs> we ain't having this in my house. Yeah, my daughter dips her apples and ketchup, so I feel you on that. <laughs> Yeah. Does yeah. she think that's good? Apparently, man. See, but children are a different animal. When I first had kids, I was always like, man, I, I was like, I thought I was like, man, do I got AIDS? Because I get sick all the time. I was like, my immune system is fucking terrible. And then, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm, I was picking up uh, my wife and kids were like in the vestibule at like a parking garage and it was like raining out. So I pulled up to pick them up and I'm watching my middle child lick a fucking handrail viciously viciously i'm like this is why i'm fucking sick all the fucking time these walking fucking diseases they got this brand new immune system and they're bringing it home to your broke down one oh yeah you not grow up in chicago no i did okay that whole town is the hood you should have you should know what hood parents are like get your ass off that thing before you fucking hurt yourself hey hey no (laughs) You go past that stop sign. When you get home, I'm going to burn your ass. Don't, don't let me catch you outside of this cul-de-sac. I swear to God. See, that's one thing. It's like I'm always like I always tell my kids, I'm like, mind your own business. Because they always, you know, look at stuff on mind your own business. That's how you get That's how you get into drama. Start going into other people's business. Look yeah, at the ground. That's why, that's why <laughs> the world is what it is today is because people won't stop minding their own fucking business. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I don't care what you do in your off time. Don't force everybody else to fucking, you know, conform to your shit, okay? Let me do yeah. my own thing. I'm not <laughs> up your ass. Why are you up mine? 
Yeah, that's some good shit, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. Anybody that's listening in, they're they're gonna have them. It's gonna be special this one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Got old radio ad on there. <laughs> yeah, I started listening to that. Uh I've been actually listening to most of your, your uh podcasts. And they're pretty good. I listened to the beer one. That was a pretty good one with the guy that the cat from Colorado. Yeah. That was a pretty good Cotton one. McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they're a split local out there, but it seems to be quite. There's a lot more of them than I thought there was. You know, I mean, I've gotten a hold of quite a few people that were from straight line plumbers. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They're just all the plumbers are just flocking to you, Chad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, mm. when you work around yeah. both all the time, like our local, you know, every everybody has that stupid ass stigma where it's like, oh, you're fucking. Plumber, get out of here. Like, see, but me and Chad talk about this. Like, so I'm going plumber, but I notice like plumbers, there's always like something weird about them. Like, all the plumbers I've worked around and with, there's always something fucking weird about them. So I'm trying to change the stigmatism where it's not like they're not all fucking weirdos that like to play and poop. But, dude, I <laughs> serious, like, there's a guy that we work with. He is like, no, Nate, shit, like, does not give a fuck. Like, so I, I think the story goes, it was some young kid was like, I'm not touching that turd. And he was just like, with his bare hands, just squished it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> dude, I shook your hand, bro. I know you never again, then, but that's like, this is, this is too much. I can't handle it. Yeah, fucking dirty plumbers. Washed it off. Not shaking giving, that hand again. You stopped, you stopped giving a shit after you've, like, gotten yourself into some situations. Like there was this, uh, there was this journeyman Rick. I think his name was Rick Kendrick, I believe. Yep. And yeah, you know him, Sharon. I know Rick. He's he's a pretty good dude, real slick. I had to clean off these like toilet flanges that you know were installed back in the fifties, and just so that we could you know put new toilets on. And there was a bunch of rust and stuff on them, and I was like, I did. I was not. I was not given a dust mask. And I was like, Rick, this is this isn't completely rust, is it? He goes, chances are it's probably poopy. I was like, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just breathed in 50 years of shit. I'm, if I'm going to die, it's going to be today. So fuck it. Let's do this thing. I know. It'll take it five or seven years to hit you. <laughs> Man, the other day I had uh, a fucking was, snake. Dude, that of- was- Two or three years ago? All right. All right. Four more years left. <laughs> I had to snake this fucking uh, clean out at like, uh, it was like part of the trucking depot area of Roche. I mean, and you know how truckers eat. And uh, I moved, uh, there were some pieces of corn and some lima beans and then a cashew. So I scraped them all to the side and saved them for my superintendent. Because he, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he's like, I can't even be in here. He had to go sit outside on a rock. <laughs> He's like, that is the worst fucking smelling thing I ever smelled. I'm like, dude, don't worry, Gabe. I saved this for you, dude. <laughs> so I took oh, his, he left, he left some tools there for me to use. It was like channel locks, a screwdriver, and then a crescent wrench. So he's, he's like, just, uh, we'll g- I'll get him back tomorrow because he had to leave early or something. So in the morning, I bought a fucking chocolate bar. And I got in the trailer before anybody else. And I melted that chocolate bar down and rubbed it all over his tools. And then sat it on his fucking, <laughs> <laughs> sat it on his front desk. And he comes in, and he's like, what the fuck is this? 
And he threw a little tirade. I'm like, it's just chocolate, man. Mm. Oh, of course it is. That's what I'd have said. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, well, I'm surprised your, your fat ass didn't suck off the screwdriver to get the fucking chocolate. <laughs> just got to slurp it up, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are killing me. I'm a, all right, I'm going to take a turn here, man. You guys, uh, <laughs> there you guys going to go to the open house? <laughs> what is the open house? Yeah, March 29th at local 440. You know, they got the 29th and the 30th is the apprenticeship contest. And they got the open house on the 29th. Starts at 3 o'clock. You guys going to hang out there? I might not be able to like that. I, I know you love going to that hall. Oh. crack up? Want to join <laughs> another <of> night? <laughs> mm. I actually There's... seen uh, Taylor, Taylor Estes at the. Uh, he was up there practicing. Got Vanderboos, and you know the apprentice contest will be going on, so they'll have stuff going on there. Good opportunity to, for people to come by that haven't seen the new hall, and it's an open house, so it doesn't have to be an apprentice or journeyman. It, Somebody interested in a trade want to check it out and see where it's at. If I had prepared myself better, I, I feel like it would have done a lot better in the contest because I was like, my dumbass was like, oh, we're going to get a tape measure and channel locks and a level, possibly a calculator. <laughs> They're just going to hand that shit to us, right? Nope. <laughs> Showed up with nothing. <laughs> and I panicked for like five minutes. But then I was like, all right, no, fuck it. Can't panic. Just get the tools you need and be done with it. So did all my math by hand, which I don't usually do. You should do it, you know, on a daily basis to keep your mind uh, strong. But nope, did all my math by hand. It looked pretty good until I did the copper part. <laughs> mm. 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 But I thought they were handing me my ass because you can't you can't see next to you during the contest you can't see what they're doing and then we went to like we went to break for lunch and i was like oh shit wow okay i'm faster than i thought like i'm i'm on my copper project these guys are still cutting their fucking pipe with the torch i've already done had the shit tech together fucking <laughs> screwed the victolic together i've laid out my olets their tech in there holy hell i'm kicking ass and then <laughs> Todd came and back then. And was like Todd came back was like your general knowledge was fucking trash. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to I, I wanted to be like childish and be like, listen, there were some questions in there I've never heard at all. <laughs> I can't remember one of them now, but at the time I was like, what the fuck? I've never had anybody ask me this. I do not know the answer to this question. And I missed a shitload. And then he goes, and your copper looked like shit. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. I'm um, sorry I did my math by hand when I'm not used to that shit. <laughs> and, you know, you know, you, I'll be honest. I tried. I, I tried. I tried my damnedest just to just to straighten it up a little bit, just to make it a little prettier. Didn't work. No matter what I did. I'm like, ah, well, I don't have enough copper to fix this. <laughs> nope, I'm turning it in how it is <laughs> fuck it mm. i was sitting there waiting with bills and i was just like yeah i might have a strong chance and then todd goes well you suck fuck you dude that is todd 100 percent. every time he dude, comes by my right? wedding booth he's, he's just like that looks like dog shit 
and then he'll pass by me. He'll be like, you can't keep doing the dumb shit and get different results every time. <laughs> like, Thanks for the boost of confidence, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like Todd, Todd is a Todd is a good instructor, but if you think if you think anything is wrong with like your with your welding, you better fix it right then and there. You better fix it. Whatever. If you think he's not going to be able to see it, he fucking will every time. And you're sitting there like, you know, he walks away after he just verbally tore into your ass. And (laughs) and then he he walks away and you just like you wait till he leaves your booth and you're like, fuck you, Todd. I did good. Okay, I'm I'm a good little welder. You have no right when he actually has every right. Yeah, I think he sexually harassed me a couple times today at fucking class. All right, you're you're just trying you're trying to get him to show up to your doorstep, aren't you? Oh, For all you know, he listens to this and he's like, "Who is that, Sherman?" All right, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that motherfucker when he suddenly decides he wants a welding cert. I do got a story of Todd complimenting me one time, though. I did that fucking. Uh, they That's did, a like, rarity. Uh, I know. I should. I wish I would have got it recording. It was like the uh, apprentice interview. You know how we're doing like the marketing stuff now, and I did that, and I just got like a new pullover from Keurig yeah. and stuff. Walking down the hallways, like you look good. Yeah, dude. Biggest boost of confidence I ever had in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what. When people are like, yeah, that's precise, something we're gonna have to talk about at some point. What marketing? Yeah. yeah. There was so, so I did it because I you know I support the union yeah, and like local. It. I mean, it's it's an awesome thing. But some of the stuff they had me say was a little. Hmm. Yeah. They had one. They had one dude. It was, it was me. And this this wonder the first. It. it was the first year. I think it was the first year. But uh, he was in the military, and they had us do one where it's like, "Do you want to be special forces of skilled trades?" It's like, come on, dude. It's just like, but. I mean, if it gets people in, it gets people in. I had that conversation last week with somebody. You know, they the GC basically purchased the they Man, purchased. Shit. I think it was something there that they had purchased. What are they going to do bring skilled carpenters to fix the air handler? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my goodness! We could see them. Scared me. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, no. There's lights in this house. <sighs> What were we doing? Talking, talking shit to Todd. I was actually telling Chad about a time Todd complimented me, and I wish I would have recorded it. It's rare. It's rare. I know. I remember one time he said uh, said something I put down was slick, and I was like, "Did, did you, you cry?" Care? <laughs> I about did. What's going on on my? And then he did his usual like, "Don't get soft on me." Mm. <laughs> his. His his girlfriend got a hold of his Facebook, and he I asked him about this. I was like, "Okay, what's going on with you, buddy?" There's some shit on there that was that was said that I know you would never utter those words. They were talking about like some sort of drink or whatever, and his comment said, "Those are yummy." I was like, "Todd <laughs> Hendrickson does not say any yummy." <laughs> Okay, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he was like, look, I got a hold of my Facebook out. And I was like, no, 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 no. No, something's going on. And he's like posting a bunch of like romantic shit. I was like, all right, who are you? 
You're not the, you're not the Todd I know. You've changed, man. And even the girls in the office were like, "Don't turn him soft." And he's like, "I'm not. I'm not soft. I'm not turning soft. <laughs> Never ever." I'm like, okay, don't change too much, bro. <laughs> We're all watching you. Like as soon as you walk into somebody's booth and go, "Hey, man, you did a nice job." I'm gonna think something's really wrong. <laughs> he can never tell you like that that it looks good. He'll always be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "I guess I'll send it." Uh, it doesn't I look like complete dog shit, shit. but I'll send it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the president of the local. He came in and he was like, "Dick balls? What the dick balls is that?" My like, goddamn, my shit must be fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, fucking fucking Josh. Yeah. <laughs> now, Josh, I remember when I first met him, and that was on the Martinsville job, like way back in 2016. Now he's real cool when you get to know him, but if you don't know him yet, that is uh, <laughs> that is a guy who was real intimidating to me because I hadn't seen him take off his glasses yet, and he has this very like piercing stare, like, "Dude, you look into my soul. Stop yeah. it." Yeah, he was like, he takes off his glasses, okay, and he's just like, so what makes you think that you deserve a letter of recommendation? <laughs> and, you know, I'm just a fresh kid that just got just got into this trade. I'm like, oh, no, dude. I work hard, I guess. <laughs> Stop it. Please don't hurt me. Quit looking at me. <laughs> You're hurting my feelings. I was like, why do you look like I'm eat my ass, man? What'd I do? <laughs> and then I got to know him. I was like, oh, that's that's just how he is. All right, fuck it. <laughs> we can have we can have fun with this guy. Yeah, he was he was helping me throw my root and he's like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I have no idea. He is kind of intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you don't know him, he doesn't seem like an encouraging guy. He's actually like, dude, just get in there. Just get it. Do it. You got it. I believe in you. He, he was really cool. I've never talked to him before, and this is the first time I ever talked to him. He was a real nice guy. Pretty cool. You know, down to earth. So. Oh, yeah. What are you, a rapper? Pretty much. All rappers. <laughs> the guy was real down to earth. I vibe <laughs> with him real well. <laughs> they call me Big Shamu on the job site. <laughs> and he definitely doesn't look like the guy to be listening to the music that he does. Like, when we'd be coming in on Saturdays and shit. Nelly. He listens to Nelly, doesn't he? Nelly and fucking Wu-Tang Clan. He threw on Wu-Tang Clan one day. I was like, dude, Josh is on the aux cable. Let's go. This is the kind of <laughs> shit I wanted to hear. Instead of, she fucking thinks my tractor's sexy or some bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to hear that while I'm welding. Listen, nothing wrong with you country boys out there. Y'all know how to have fun. But damn it. I don't I don't want to listen to that shit all the time. You don't want to cry while you're welding because your dog yeah. died and, and your truck broke down. I want to be hyped up, not like want to shoot one. Please. I don't I don't want to think about how my girlfriend left me and my truck broke down and I ain't got a dollar in my bank account, bro. It's not happening. I'm trying to get away from my real life. That's right. I'm trying to act like I'm hyped up all the time. Not like I'm going home and depressed. 
I, I came here to get shit done, not not want to drink till I don't wake <laughs> up. Shit. Did you guys know got, Bugsy's I mean, is going out of business? What? You know the that bar across the street is going out of business? Yeah, I know. I was that we were there when they when uh, one of the bartenders told us. I was like, dude, this is our bar. I figured plenty <laughs> of guys came to like keep you guys afloat. Like, what the hell? Every time Matt and I go in there, we get buckets on buckets. <laughs> and then we go to class like eh? <laughs> Chad's class, especially. I'm like, Chad, what'd you say? Man? And he's just like, you know. Chad's just staring into my soul like I there's something <laughs> I understand what he's talking about. And there are things I'm like I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I keep a stern expression on there like I know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> Don't take it to heart, Chad. I still love you. Oh no, it still looks like you're not falling asleep. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's not falling asleep. Well, he's passing out. <laughs> Trust me, I'm focusing hard. I may not fully understand, but I'm focusing. But at least that's I not, stay away. That's not you spitting a bottle. That's just throw up. <laughs> no, Colin, his ass can't stay awake. I've attempted to wake his ass up every time, and I'm just like, all right, I'm done. After two, and you don't stay up. Mm -mm, it's I'm your not, own fault at this point. Yeah. I'm not your mom. <laughs> I wonder about him because he'll sit there with his head down and he's like that and his feet are moving. He's tapping his feet. It's like he's not asleep. What is he doing? <laughs> he's got a little music going on. Ooh. Right. Oh, Colin's always that guy. You know, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. If one of his buddies wants to go out, hey, let's go out and drink. And he'll like, I don't know how he is at work. I've never worked with him, even though we worked at the same company for fucking two years, not once worked with each other directly. For, I mean, they gave him a truck. For all I know, he shows up to work on time. Yeah, he's always dirty. So he's getting in. He's getting in and getting you're, in. Yeah, that's right. Sherman, you're making a face. What? Colin is an animal. I don't know how we... I, I could never like get hammered the night before and go do what we do for a living. Like that is just like ultimate fucking suffering. Dude, I already have a hard time getting up. Okay. Like it is real hard for me to get up. I've been I'll admit it, I've been late multiple times. And I I don't know what it is, but if I drank and then tried to get up at the time I'm supposed to, ain't gonna happen. See you at nine o'clock, bro. Hey, I'll be there. But could you just imagine listening to the tin knockers and fucking the chops all the carpenters are using for their fucking studs while you're hungover, dude? Oh, my God. If my that head would already be, hurts. Yeah. Be my personal hell. Okay. <laughs> like, this is what I mean by it's hard for me to get up. I bought one of those, you know, the ones that you're supposed to, like, break a habit or whatever, the watches, and it shocks you. It also has an alarm. That is the only way I can wake up. The only way. <laughs> Everybody's like, why don't you just put more you to get you up? What? So it's like a what dog collar for humans. <laughs> it goes on my wrist. You have like, watched it. And it shocks, shocks the shit out of you. It does. 
I bought the loudest alarm that you can buy. Didn't work until I got that thing. And it it, it wakes you up with God. You ain't going to be late for work with that thing on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I Dude, like it a that, lot. Well, when you... There, there comes a time, if you're late two days in a row, you got to start thinking, okay, there's a problem here and we need to fix it. Do you bring donuts when you're late? Now, see, I thought about it, but usually whenever it's at Irish, there's usually something going on. So there's not really time for donuts. There's always, so it's usually, always a time for donuts. Sorry. <laughs> not in that company. <laughs> They're like, hold on, stop the live tab. We got donuts. Eddie brought them. <laughs> there's only one time I brought Blake went to come pick me up because we were working at the shop that day and his house was at the time I was living on the south side so my house was on the way to the shop so he just came and picked me up for the day and he sat in front of my house for 30 minutes and I was just sleeping away <laughs> and then I showed up there I brought breakfast I was like look I'm sorry. He's like, dude, it's not that big a deal. No, no. You sat and waited for me, and I still didn't wake the fuck up. This is this is my sorry to you. He was like, you bad bitch. <laughs> Listen, if you got a guy coming to pick you up and you don't get up on the time you're supposed to, <laughs> you got to have some sort of way to apologize. Because he took the time to do that when he doesn't have to. So you, so you gave him a hand job is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. All I put was food in his mouth. Nothing else. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no sausages. <laughs> no breakfast sausages, huh? Nope, nope. None of the links, just the patties. <laughs> Boys, I'm going to have to get out of here. I gotta hang out Why's with that? my old lady for a little bit. Ray Sherman passed his allotted time. Yep. I'm probably gonna get beat now for it, but <laughs> I mean you show me your your wife. She looks like she has a real good backhand. She does, like, dude. Those the triceps and back muscles were insane. I'm actually really I'm actually white, but she just beats the hell out of me all the time, so I'm brown skinned now. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came out. I was natural. I love it when they're saying like, "I got to get a tan." And I'm just like, "Natural, bitch." <laughs> All natural. Yeah, that's right. Get on my level. <laughs> well, shit. I, if you catch me out at the beach for like a week, shit, I'll look like a character you haven't unlocked yet in a video game, dog. <laughs> <laughs> mm. At that point, you don't have to guess. <laughs> you don't have to guess if I'm Indian or Arabic or Hispanic. Nope. That is that is that guy is blacker than a new tire. Holy hell! They're probably like he's a dark skinned Indian. <laughs> <new> God damn! <laughs> <laughs> I upgrade. I upgraded suddenly. Holy shit! <laughs> I evolved. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh... What are you talking about? <laughs> Light skin, you only get half. You can be whatever you want to be at that point. Yeah. You know, like, you can... 
when you're a African such as I, you can go over to your, you know, your Caucasian friends and be like, how's it going, brother? Hey, Denny, nice to meet you. At the same time, you can go over to your hood friends and be like, what up, play? What's going on? What's good with you? How you been doing throughout the week? Did you just say half for <laughs> You can play the game. Ooh. Like when a, when a cop shows up, shit, throw country music if you want to. Fuck it. If it's girl cop, play that romantic country music. <laughs> it's never Dude, got I me worked around this little rod buster. What? I worked I worked around this little rod buster one time. Probably for about two, three weeks. He had like a man crush on me. But he'd always ask me, he's like, What ethnicity are you? Every day he'd ask me. And I'd tell him, I'm hundred percent Irish, bub. I was like, my, my, my last name is McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> he used to get so fucking mad. He's like, I know you're not Irish. I'm like, hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. Now, see, when you're me, you can fuck with them. <laughs> you can fuck with them real hard, okay? Get real good at every other accent than the one you were born with, all right? You can fuck up and tell them you're Nigerian or you're from the fucking Congo. Like, if you get real good at those accents, they will fucking believe you until you just, you know, you suddenly, you're tired of the lie. <laughs> There's this... uh African uh, electrician that works for Gaylor where I'm at. And every time like he fucks something up, he's always like, "Oh my god!" It's dude. Every I time I got every time I laugh. It's just how he how he goes about it. Like he puts his arm. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, dude. I know that guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. I met him when he and I crossed paths in the hallway one time. He crossed his arms like they do in Black Panther, like, you know, Wakanda forever or whatever the fuck. And I was like, <laughs> I got acknowledged by a real African. I was like, it's real. Mm. I've been accepted into the black community fully, not just halfway, fully. Mm. Today's a good day, boys. <laughs> this has been Gentlemen, real fun. Right on, you guys. I appreciate you coming in and hanging out. I am smack dab in the middle of rough country right now. <laughs> mm. All right, gentlemen. I'll uh, I'll catch you on the next one or at school. So, oh, do we right. do we like do we have like a do we have a distinct sign off on this podcast? Or are we just like <laughs> bye, see you later? Or are we you know, <laughs> professional? <laughs> are we going to be professional and be like thank you? for joining us on the Working Game Podcast. Your host, Chad Conan, co-host, Eddie Bernard, and third host, just because he wanted to fucking be here today, Sherman Hayek. Why'd you make that face? Sherman what kind Hayek. of fucking face was What kind of fucking face was that, Eddie? <laughs> because I forgot your last name for five seconds. <laughs> uh, Usually I call you Sherman. Or, you, or made Sherman. The most, you made the most Asian face I've ever fucking seen my entire life. Well, I was squinting my eyes when I That's chipped. what I'm saying. And then you put, put your teeth on my like, god damn, dude. <laughs> no, I'm sitting here going, ha, cha, 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 cha. <laughs> Riri, did you re-remake <laughs> that face? Ha, cha, cha, cha. All right, that's fucked uh, up. He'll probably have I, to edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, 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 Chad, you're going to have to do some audio editing. That one ain't going to get just fucked. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
that's gonna get us kicked off Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would go through and, and re-listen to some of the shit we said because you know if you want this thing to become official, you can't be making jokes quite like that. <laughs> you can. That's what makes it official. <laughs> shit, I'm about it. No hold bar. Fuck it. Me too. Fuck it. Let's have fun. <laughs> Listen, I agree. We don't discriminate against anybody. We discriminate yeah. against everybody. Yeah, don't do everybody. some shit later, but everybody. Everyone. Just not fitters and plumbers, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. We'll have to get some of that shit figured out. This is our part. I like the way you're thinking. All right, gentlemen. I can this is where we sign off. Officially. Yeah, I keep losing you guys. Thing. Yeah. Instead of doing the bad thing where we're like, all right, bye. Wait, have you heard Indeed. this thing? <laughs> all right, gentlemen, for the 15th no time. <laughs> time to say bye. You guys have a good one. You all too, right, everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> And as much fun as we have messing with each other, giving each other a hard time, it's hard to get off the line sometimes, but that is the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please come back. This is Chad on the Working Game Podcast with Sherman Hayek and Eddie Bernard. In the next episode, we're going to throw Josh back in the mix, and it may be a little chaotic. It's a new thing, throwing these guys together for the first time and see how the personalities clash. See if we can't get some good information, but my guess is mostly chaos. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Don't forget to check out the show notes. If you're interested in that Franklin book or the Pipe Fitters Blue Book, you can get both of those in those links. And check out the links for our supporters, the ones that are helping us continue this effort. And until next time, this is the Working Game Podcast.